Fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I am every week by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Good. Hello. Hello, and on this very special episode, we are also joined by intern Corey. Welcome, sir. I'm special. And this is the big end of year show. We made it. Yeah, 2022, we've said it a bunch of times throughout the year, has been an insane year for horror. It feels like every week there was something new coming out. And it came out of nowhere. Like, it's not like I was, like, it's like, oh, because we always see, like, some new movies that are going to be coming out next year kind of thing. And it's not like we looked at this year from 2021 being like, oh, wow, it's going to be so amazing. It's just things uh, kept being released and released. And, yeah, looking back at it now, it's like, holy shit, this is, like, one of the best years I can remember. Like, do you guys realize we saw Studio 666 this year? Yeah, really. Yeah. Like, that was that long this ago. Year. Scream? Like, it feels like it was forever ago. I swear yeah. to God I watched Scream, like, two years ago. Yeah. No, that was January. That was the big year kickoff. So, what we'll do here is we're going to kind of go through all the movies we've seen collectively. We're going to try to keep this spoiler-free, people. Look, if you're someone who wants nothing whatsoever spoiled, like you won't even watch a trailer, then this is not for you. I'm going to throw that there. But we're not going to give any, like, super spoilers away. There will be certain things we will say that sure. you probably get from a trailer or just a little bit of the movie. I say, you'd say that's fair? Yeah. Yes, and we also have a shit ton of movies we have to get through, so it's probably going to be like a couple minutes on each one. So even if you just fast forward a bit, you should be oh, okay. I'm not even giving most of these a minute. Holy crap, we'd be here all night. <laughs> I got work tonight. <laughs> I don't. So like we said, the year kicked off with Scream, which was the perfect opening for the year. I thought this was great. Uh, Corey, did you, you said you saw this too, right? I I did see this one, yeah. And Brett, me and you saw this together. This movie made me love Scream. It made me revisit the other one, well, at least the first one again. Be like, you know what? I actually really love this. And this movie really made me a Scream fan. I think it was perfect for bringing Scream into, like, the next generation. They gave it enough time. That's the problem with the earlier sequels, is because Scream works when it's talking about what's going on in horror. But when it's only a few years apart, sometimes you run into, well, nothing new is going on with horror. Yeah. Like, I've admitted in the past, I am not the hugest fan of the Scream series. Like, I, I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate the first one. This one almost made my top five for the year. Like, I really, really like this one. Nice. I'm. We'll, we will get to that top five, don't worry. <laughs> All right. What else do we see? All right, uh, next up, I have X, which, holy shit, we're watching this in theaters. When I first watched it, you need to listen to the episode. I've In it, I say I enjoy it a lot, but I gave it a little bit of a lower rating. Now I would give it like an 8, or a 9 even, maybe. But th- a movie that came out of nowhere, and then also gave us a sequel in the exact same year. And it's just amazing. You have to see it. Very heavy Texas Chainsaw vibes. Um very original i love old people as murderers and also you get like major old people sex where she's just craving it so cx 
I loved X. I thought it was a sleazy, gory, great time. Like you said, I I liked it when we did a review, our day of review, and then that movie kept sticking with me. I've watched it a couple times now, and I love this movie. Yeah, yeah, I really, really liked it. Um, again, the this year was hard hard to pick which ones I liked the best. This one again was close. Um, I just I like Brett said, Texas Chainsaw vibes, just sleazy grimy old school horror i loved it for sure next movie is one uh i don't know if either of the other guys watched it i was cruising the internet late night saw it the title intrigued me i watched it i regretted it it was called titanic (laughs) 666 no i did not because i'm like Corey will tell me about it on our end of the year wrap-up whether i should watch it or not um it's a haunted house movie on a boat is it the Titanic or is it just a boat? It is the Titanic. Well, it's the Titanic three. Oh, that's not even as good as they. I thought they were gonna like make goats made the iceberg happen or something. They didn't even do the original Titanic. No, no, it was uh, uh, the ghosts of the original type. A, a witch summons the ghosts of the original Titanic to attack the passengers on the Titanic three. Because it was going on the same route that the old Titanic did. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to watch it now. It, it's all, it was a Tubi original, which should tell, which should tell you something. That's true. I, it's, well, it's wasn't the worst thing I've seen this year, but I, I don't know. It's good for a laugh, I guess. Well, the next movie I saw was one that came out of nowhere. I saw some internet buzz around it. I didn't even watch a trailer or anything. It was on Hulu. It, this was fresh. Such a good movie. Man. Okay, this is where I said, like, we're not going to try to spoil anything. This is going to be the biggest spoiler, but still doesn't ruin it. But skip ahead a minute if you don't want anything for fresh. It's a cannibal movie. I had no idea this is what this was going to be. Yeah. The twist in this comes out of nowhere. You have Bucky Barnes playing this really charming guy, and the whole first half hour is just like a rom-com. I'm like, why is the whole horror crowd talking about this? And then that twist happens, and it's wild. Yeah, like I said, I really, really like this one. I did Brett, not did see, you see Fresh. This one? No. Oh, I'd recommend checking this one out for sure. Yeah, honestly, I, I heard think... about it. I, if I remember right, I could kind of see the poster in my head. It's one I honestly think you would enjoy. Uh, up next was, uh, I saw Orphan First Kill, the, uh, the prequel to, to the original Orphan. And, like, I went into this one with trepidation, because, like, they already did the big twist. I was not disappointed in this one at all. Oh, really? Okay. There's another secret twist in this one. Yeah, yeah, they do the old twist, but then there's, you know, like Greg said, a special secret twist. This is one I didn't see, but I do enjoy the one behind the scenes picture I saw where all the adults are like on like platform, like kiss shoes to make her look shorter. Yeah, it's wild because I thought they'd recast it for sure. I mean, yeah. There's no way. But no, they kept the original actress who's a grown woman, though, now. <laughs> and this made everyone else use tall and use forced perspective shots and everything. I like that alone. But on a technical side, why is this movie so blurry? I don't know. Did you notice that too? Yeah. I thought it was just my TV, but I saw everyone else talking about it too. Yeah, I I, I was watching it on a computer monitor the first time I watched it. I'm like, this, I'm like, so I blamed it on that. And then I watched it on my TV and I'm like, no, no, it's just blurry. 
But it was good. I really liked it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's nice going back to that world because I liked the original. Yeah, yeah, I, I would, um, I would absolutely, I absolutely enjoyed the original. I enjoyed this one. Um, I think it's done now, though. Like, yeah, I think I, so too. I don't see where they could do anything else, but I didn't think they could do a sequel in the first place. So, who knows? Well, next I saw. I don't know if either of you two saw this. Was bodies, bodies, bodies? I did not. No, you, uh, me and you talked about seeing it at one point, but it didn't work out. And then after hearing what you said, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of glad we didn't go see it. Yeah, all three of us were actually supposed to go see this, because this is when we wound up recording uh, Hatchet 3. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's right. Three, like, two guys in their 30s. I'm still in my 20s. Um, Just sitting there to watch this, like, Gen Z movie (laughs) with Pete Davidson in it. Okay, so I went into this with an open mind. And look, I've seen a ton of praise for this movie, and I think my thoughts on it can be summed up as, I don't get it. <laughs> That's, it's very, and there's a, there is a, we've saying this a lot, this is the year of the twist. There's a twist in it, but to me, everyone was praising that twist, and that twist cheapened it so much for me. I'll just say that, I'm like, ah. Uh, this one really left a bad taste in my mouth and made me go, Sometimes I just think critics are wrong. Kim Kardashian was the killer. <laughs> that would have been great. I would have been, bravo, well done. <laughs> she comes out. She uses her ass as a weapon. <laughs> Clap, and his head smushes. I would actually pay to see that. The next movie I watched was called Grim Cuddy. It was a Hulu original. Um, if you if you remember the uh, the Momo memes from a few years ago. Oh, yeah. It was that. Oh, okay. Instead of a movie. I think the monster was supposed to be scary looking, but it was not. It it was the Momo that, you know, it was the great value version of Momo. <laughs> I did uh, not was, see this. No, me neither. It's not worth it. Not worth it. Like, yeah, not, even maybe... for the, not even for the laughs. Like, which okay. were few and far between. It was boring and contrived well uh, next up i got one and this is one that i would enjoy to cover at some point but i have no idea how you would actually do it because i don't believe there's any dialogue in the entire movie it's mad god by phil Tippett. wait they let the dinosaur supervisor from jurassic park make another movie did they not (laughs) learn their lesson the first time he's been making this movie for like decades People died, Phil. But it's all, like, awesome, like, stop motion and whatnot. It's extremely detailed. It's really fucked up. Like, the, like it's just very visual, and it's just, like, all this fucked up shit happens all throughout it. And it's just, like, a feast for the eyes. It's just so much fun. Like, it was almost, like, put this on and put on some, like, doom metal or something. But I've, if I remember right, it does have a pretty good soundtrack. So you'd recommend me checking this out because I never oh, got around to it? Mad God is awesome. I loved it so much. I okay, I also get around to this one. Next, what I saw was when we all saw together and yeah. where you two met was Studio 666. What a fun time this was. Great movie. Great I loved movie. it so much. Yeah, it was like just as good as Deathgasm. 
No. Now, obviously, they're the Foo Fighters. They're not actors. Dave Grohl does very well because he's done a lot of acting stuff, like little yeah. cameos and stuff. Some of the rest of the band members, looking at you, Pat Smear, don't exactly act well, but the movie's great regardless. Pat Smear was the charm of this movie. He was having a great time. He's like, I'm with all my friends. We're making a movie together. I love life, man. He's smiling the whole time. Yeah. Even yeah. when his friends are dying right beside him, he's like screaming, but through a smile. I love the fact that he lived in the kitchen. Yes. I also want to point out with Studio 666 is the third movie where this person has been an actor. And so I think she gets MVP of the year. Holy shit, Jenna Ortega. I just want to mention that. She's only in this one for a minute, but still like X Scream in Studio 666. And then she did Wednesday later in the year. She had a fucking year in horror, didn't she? Yeah, she really did. I forgot she was in this. Yeah, right there at the beginning with the with the original band. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I, I I'd go so far to say she's the uh, she's the new screen queen. I think that's pretty safe right now. I would I wouldn't argue that. Next up, okay, this is a movie that came out earlier this year. Once again, I think it was February, right? Yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix, and holy shit, this is one, the first time I watched it, it was like, what the fuck did I just watch? That was complete shit. But I had to watch it again and again, so I saw it like a few times, and then like the internet exploded talking about it. Everyone talked about it. Um, And it is just like, looking back, it is extremely schlocky and whatnot. It's, once again, like, kind of trying to blend in the new ideas of like Gen Z type stuff into like old horror stuff. Cause everyone's like, has their TikToks going on and is live streaming Leatherface doing a brutal massacre and whatnot. It's fun to check out, especially if you already have Netflix, it's on there. It's, and if you're love to uh, the series, I mean, you already got through next generation. So Oh, I would watch Next Generation over this anytime. Oh, me too. I love Next Generation. I highly disagree. I'm glad you've softened on this, though, because this was kind of my feeling on it at the beginning. I'm like, okay, I enjoyed it enough. It was not great. I'm like, yeah, it's inoffensive. Just here's another Texas movie. I'm like, okay. That's at first, the way it I felt made on me it. mad. I was like, how dare you? Then I was like, wait a minute. Look at every other sequel we've gotten. Other than two, none of them are actually good. Exactly. I will say the final kill in this was fantastic. I uh, love the certain massacre scene. I yes. like the ma- well, I wouldn't even say fantastic for the final kill. For someone who is is my age, this kill was satisfying. <laughs> also, I, I mean... Uh, the leather face cuts a poop pipe and it goes on the lady's head and she's covered in poop. There is that. <laughs> Up next was uh, I would have to say probably the worst movie I saw this year, um, which was an hour and a half long commercial for Spirit Halloween. Spirit oh. Halloween the movie. Like I went into it not expecting much, so I can't say I was disappointed by this movie. I was more disappointed in myself for watching it. <laughs> I love the store so much, especially when it opens up in our town. We got two this year. Yes, you did. And I, for some reason, I was extremely excited when I first heard about it. And then you watched it and you're like, no, 
it's like extremely bad Disney. I'm like, oh yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not going to see this. Oh yeah, this it, it, this could have very easily been a Disney Channel movie. Um, with the way the kids at, it was just, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. And I didn't like what I got. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, next up, I saw Miracle Valley directed by Greg Sestero. It is fucking, it's, he's from the room and I love him so much. And this movie, if you love the room, it's not anywhere near as bad as the room. Trust me. Well, he didn't direct the room. No, but yeah, this is his very first uh, movie he ever directed, which, honestly, watching it, I enjoyed it. Well, first off, I loved it. If you enjoy The Room, it gives you slight vibes of that kind of so good it's bad, or so bad it's good kind of movie. Of like It's just bad shit. Things are just happening. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But it's on Tubi for free. Um. Greg Sestero, I might be able to meet him coming up this next year. So, like, as long as he's not charging like fifty dollars or something, I'm probably going to get a room thing and then also a Miracle Valley poster because I really did enjoy it. <laughs> Doesn't Greg follow us on Twitter? Yes, he does. We're I'm best friends with him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we got a connection to the room, like we do. Uh, what the Blues Brothers and what's the other thing? I don't. And any other random little thing that we have. <laughs> I count it as a connection. But yeah, Greg does follow us. Hi, Greg. I hope you're listening. I love Miracle Valley. Other Greg, not me. Yeah. But speaking of Tubi Originals, we've already covered two of them. I watched Toe, starring Kane Hodder. Oh. Ooh. It's n- Take that reaction away. No. <laughs> Get rid of that reaction. If we're noticing a trend here, <laughs> it's pretty apparent. But... Kane Hodder is a serial killer occultist who's in prison, about to be sentenced to death, but he breaks out and goes after the victims he failed to kill, these two twins. But the two twins are played by the same actress, and they don't do the thing where one looks or dresses very different than the other. So I was very confused the whole time on which one I was following (laughs) and everything like this. And I I love Kane Hodder. He's my boy, but this was a mess. So you're saying it was Death House level Kane Hodder. Oh, uh, maybe slightly better than Death House. Okay, I was going to oh, say. Let's be real. Not by much, but slightly better. <laughs> the next movie I saw was um was actually filmed a number of years ago. It was called Suicide for Beginners. It's actually Sid Haig's last movie. Oh, okay. oh, nice. Um, it's you know what I didn't know what is another one I didn't know what to expect going in. It was really good. Uh, we I. It's going to be one of my picks at some point. Oh, I'd love to watch it. I'm glad to hear oh, that. Oh, cool. Good. It's it's really good. Um, it's definitely definitely more in the horror comedy vibes. Um, have you have either of you ever watched um, Resident Alien? Yeah. I've okay. Um, the girl that plays Asta is in this movie as well. Oh, nice. I like her. She's the... Um, she plays the... Uh, the girl that the main character like. No, I'm not going to give away anything. Um, it's just, it's just one of those movies where the the main character, the killer, is trying to do a thing, and things keep going wrong for him. So he has to keep doing more things so he can do the thing he started to do. And it's, oh, so like the sitcom scenario? How could this get any worse and things keep building up? 
Yes, it is a horror sitcom. It's really, I highly recommend it. Oh, we'll definitely watch it sometime then. We'll probably cover it. I'll say, I, if, if neither of you guys pick it, I'll probably pick it at some point. I'd be interested in checking it out. All right. The next movie I saw was Allegoria. Um, I don't know what to say about it. Um, it was directed by Rob Zombie's little brother, Spider. From Power Man 5000? Yes. He is, is it once actually again, his wait. little brother? Yes, that is that is for real life. His that is oh, his, his brother. I didn't know that. That wasn't just a thing they made up for uh, for story's sake. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. Te- it was an anthology, and you know the whole thing. It was an interconnected one. There was no like wraparound story, but like you so might trick or treat some- style. Yeah, you might see like someone on the phone in one story, and then like. In the next story or the story after it later, you'll see the person they were talking to. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It definitely yeah. was not a uh, House of Thousand Corpses uh, debut. But it wasn't a Veronica debut. No, but it wasn't a Veronica. <laughs> Veronica was good. Fuck you. <laughs> um, I mean, it's... I believe it's on Shudder. It's one of those ones, if you have like nothing else to do that day... Other than like, or your options are, I'm going to watch this or, you know, or Veronica, you know, yeah, throw it on. <laughs> well, my next one was one of my most anticipated movies of the year, and that is fucking Prey. I liked it. Prey was fantastic. Um, look, I know I'm just saying this. It's hard for me to say. I don't think it's my favorite, but I do think it's the best in the series. I liked it better than the original Predator by a lot. I can't say it. I can't say it. I want to say it, but I can't say it. That's not hard to do. (laughs) No, Brett, I legit think you would like Prey a lot. Like, I knew you wouldn't like Predator going in, but I had to get it on. I think you would like Prey. I mean, I'd be interested in checking it out, because I did hear so much about it. Oh, don't worry. It's coming. I would say you would like Prey, Brett. Maybe. Um, But Prey was really smart, because... They sent Predator back to, like, Native American times, and it's great. They're, so you get a kind of old-school-style Predator, very cool look that I think might be a spoiler, so I won't say what it looks like, but it's awesome. I love it. And then, released that same day. So, people, horror fans had a choice. Prey was definitely the right choice. There was also a movie released on Peacock called They Slash Them. Which, I didn't get the pun until... I forget who, it was either you or Corey pointed it out to me. I was like, oh, now I get it. Yeah, they slashed yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I was stoked for this movie with the premise. It's su- summer camp horror movie, but set at a conversion camp. I'm like, well, that's terrifying right from the get-go. How could you mess this up? They somehow still did. Yeah, I mean, and Kevin Bacon was in it. How can you mess that up? They did. Yeah, there's a lot of missed opportunities and some things that were done kind of icky in it, and that's all I'll say. I, if you like it, all power to you. It was not for me. I watched it once, and that, that I was good with it. I did not see it. After, I because you, both of you were like, meh, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to bother. <laughs> it was insanely boring, in my opinion. Very much so. Right, well, next up, I have The Black Phone, which is a movie that came out of nowhere, and just, like, randomly, it was like, I believe, it was, uh, me and you saw it, Greg? Yeah. And it was just like, oh, sure, you know, at the very least, it'll be a fun day to hang out, and then we get to record a live episode, which is fun. 
And I did not expect to like this movie anywhere near as much as I did. Because I saw, like, a trailer. And I was like, eh, it looks okay. Now, like, I follow the account on Instagram that bought the black phone van and watch its shenanigans while it drives around and whatnot. Like, I actually really love this movie. I thought it was fun. I liked it. It felt like old school style. You know what I mean? Like, old yeah. thriller style movie. It was fun. I love how the sister is, like very she's like little and like it's supposed to be like the little like oh i, I do nothing wrong kind of girl but she like at one point's like beans this kid in the head with a rock and she's like fuck you motherfucker and like yelling at kids and shit it was funny and also i was wondering how it would be on a second viewing because of how the kind of movie it is still loved it yeah i watched it twice um i really liked it um very very original premise yes you know, which is something we don't always get anymore. I think Ethan Hawke was putting on the performance of a lifetime, too. Holy crap, yeah. do I buy yeah. him as, like, this psycho that would do this and this. He does great. Oh, I want, like, the grabber mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I want to hang that on my wall. But yeah, out of nowhere. And it's just, it, it seems like it's just going to be kind of like a one-off kind of story. Which yeah, is I'm great sure. to have that kind of horror movie. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm good with it. Not everything yeah. needs a sequel. No, I love it as it is. Yeah, leave it alone as a standalone. Uh, next one I saw was a uh, Day Shift. Uh, it was a horror comedy starring uh, Jamie Fox um, and Snoop Dogg was in it. Oh. They were vampire hunters. <laughs> oh, I've seen like the poster for this. I think I saw this. This was great. I, I really liked like this movie. It's it again. I, we we should probably cover it at some point. It's that okay. good. Um, it was funny. It's it's an original take on the vampire movie. Like, like I thought we had gotten all the vampire movies. Yeah, we didn't. We now have this one. I love the <laughs> vampire story. So you have me very much intrigued. Definitely check it out. It was kind of vampire men in black to me. I mean that as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Uh, a lot of fun. Just, you know, Snoop being Snoop, Jamie Foxx being <laughs> Jamie Foxx. David Franco being the scared, like, sidekick, uh, too. It was great. I could, I could not remember who his sidekick was. It's been a little bit since I've seen it. But, yeah, he was great in this. Next, we saw the return of Dario Argento in 2022, which I was shocked by. And we got Dark Glasses. I have mixed feelings on this movie still. I'm not going to say yeah. it's good or bad, because the parts that are good fucking hit, like, what you want from a 2022 Argento movie. And then, Brent, you know, he's a mixed bag with me sometimes. Oh, yeah. Some of it feels like the kind that I don't like, where it's very much, like, all of a sudden turns into a drama halfway through my Jolly movie. <laughs> yeah, this is one I saw, like, over half of uh, when it got released in October, and then I paused the movie to do something else, and I never hit play again, so I never finished it. It didn't really grab me, um, and I love Argento so much. I want to, at some point, finally finish it just to see how it is, but I don't know. I love, like, Deep Red, and this is no Deep Red. No, it is not, but it's it's worth a watch. You're not going to have your mind blown, but it's nice to have that old-school feel again in a modern movie. I'm glad he's still out there doing stuff. Yeah. And Daft Punk did the soundtrack for it? Oh, okay. Well, it's a long, 
Cry from Goblin. That's probably exactly. another reason. Because thinking back to some of those <laughs> Argento movies I love, there's so many scenes where it's like, well, Goblin's playing, so it's pretty cool. Yeah. Still kind of pissed that we couldn't go see Goblin. Hey, maybe at one at some point, because I would also love to see them. Um, next up, we have uh, the latest Jordan Peele movie, Nope which I rather enjoyed. It's There's been a lot of up and down about this movie. It's been very, was it divisive? Is that the right word? Yeah. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed what they did with it. Um, I've not seen Us. I saw Get Out a very long time ago. I still need to see Us. But yeah, I loved Nope. It was a lot of fun. I would definitely highly recommend it. It's, um, I think it's streaming on Peacock or one of those yeah. right now. Um, I definitely want to rewatch it again at some point, but yeah, I loved it. I was happy. I don't think I'm spoiling much because even the poster and the trailers pretty much gave this away, but I was happy for a new UFO movie in 2022 and Jordan Peele being behind it. I'm like, Oh, what a cool like combination of things. I'm very excited. I liked it a lot. They did some things with the UFO at first that I loved. And then after I'm like, but still very fun movie. I liked it a lot. I don't think it compares to his previous two like i don't think it's as what's the word i want to say thoughtful as those but not everything needs to be like sometimes it's just fun to have a movie like this and there's still plenty of that in there too it has a completely horrifying like quote-unquote abduction scene with a lot of people and it's terrifying so you have like not you're exact not exactly knowing what you're looking at which makes it even worse um I like this one better than I liked Us, but not better than I liked Get Out. Okay. Uh, up next, I watched a movie called Children of Sin. I haven't heard of this. What is this? Um, Weird as fuck. You have my um, attention? Basically, it's um, it's uh, almost a conversion camp type place, but it's not just for homosexual people. It's for basically all people who don't want to follow this one particular preacher. Like it's one of those mega church preacher type preachers. And so it's parents... evil Joel Osteen. Whoa. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not even going to say what I was going to say. I said, you can just drop the evil. It's, it's Joel yeah. Osteen. It's alternate universe. Joel Osteen. I should say. Yes. Let's go with that. Um, and basically the, the parents send their kids to this game and like, it has like an old feel to it. It's not good in the traditional sense, but it's also not bad in it. I I only watched it once. I really should have watched it again. So I'm not going to say good or bad on this one. I'm going to go, huh? Okay. Okay. I can deal with that. All right. Uh, I'm going to give this a watch. I mean, I'm, I, could, I, I don't remember how I found it. I couldn't tell you where to find it, but it's out there and it's not. Like I said, eh? (laughs) Well, next, it was a very interesting one to me, because I'm a big fan of the MCU and stuff, too. So, when I heard they were going to take their first, like, steps into horror, especially trying to go old-school Universal style, I was pretty excited for it. And this is Werewolf by Night. Yeah, and... Great. You know, I used to love the MCU stuff. I used to be a big comics guy and I got, I'm pretty much completely out of it now. I think the first time I sent something in the group chat about anything Marvel in years was, is Man-Thing a new thing? 
Like, are they <laughs> yeah. doing Man-Thing? And that's what got me excited again of, like, I love Man-Thing. I used to have, like, so many of those books from, like, the 70s. Yeah, it's funny because the character Jack Russell, the werewolf by night, is the least interesting part to me. I was just like, yay, Man-Thing, when he showed up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, so as far as the horror side of it goes, it does little to break the typical Marvel formula, which again, I don't mind, but in this, I really wanted them to lean into it. There is a cool part that I won't spoil that kind of pushed a little bit. Oh, okay. But it's still worth a watch, but not what I was hoping for exactly with it. Also, it helps that it's only an hour long. Yes. Yeah. Like I didn't hate it. I definitely didn't hate it. I don't, but like, I'm like Brett, like, I was never a huge comics guy. I was, but like, I used to love like the 90s Marvel cartoon shows X Men, Spider Man, Iron Man, Fantastic Four. I loved all those, you know, as I was getting ready for like school. 90s X Men Rogue. (laughs) Thinking back. (laughs) Those animators were on a different level back then. (laughs) They, They really were. Um, but like I've almost completely fallen out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Like other than like I watched Doctor Strange just for not because it was a Doctor Strange movie, because Sam Raimi directed it. Yeah. And I watched this because it had a had Werewolf by Night in it, and I'm like, all right. I was hoping it would lean more into it because I thought it'd be fun to cover something like that on the show. But for what it was, and like I said, I did enjoy it. I'm like, this, I don't even want to put on Throbbing. Enough to get covered in here is all horror and horror-adjacent stuff, but not for its own full episode, I don't think. Yeah. Nah. Well, next, I'm a star! I'm a star! Pearl. Oh, hell yeah. I love Pearl so much. Pearl is like stolen the year for me. Like, I thought, like, I love X so much, and I love what they do with X, but Pearl is just, like, the movie of the year, possibly. Now, me and you are both very excited about this, and here comes Mr. Sour Pants, I'm pretty sure, just judging from what we've talked about throughout the year. I watched it again. I'm down with it. Good! Oh, good. Yes, I, I I think probably I was tired the first time I watched it, and I, you know, I wasn't giving it its full due. I I came around and I watched it again, and I I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. I love Pearl so much. Liz bought me the Blu-ray for uh, Christmas, and I was home when it came, and she wasn't. So I immediately <laughs> opened it and watched it, like. The through like the carb the uh, wrapping was still on the ground when she got home basically, and she's like, "Why did you already watch it?" I was like, "I needed to watch Pearl again." So I'm at this very second holding it. I just uh, completely adore this movie. I love the Technicolor of it. I love the old Hollywood charm of it. Mia Goth is just amazing. Like I cannot wait to see what she does next. She does great in X. She really does. I'm excited for Maxine. Holy shit, though, Pearl sold me as you were like a top-level actress. Like, some of the things she does in this movie are just insane. Like I said, I was initially a poopy pants about this movie, but (laughs) I I, I came around on it. Uh, I still don't like it better than I like X. I still like X better. I'm on your side with that, though, but I still really like Pearl. Yeah. After a second watch, 
So I, I purposely didn't tell you guys that I changed my mind about this movie. In, in, Good, because I, I like that reveal. Yeah, I, I really... I, after, after a second viewing, I definitely enjoyed this movie a lot. It, and it's I'm so, for Maxine. so extremely hard to choose between X and Pearl. But coming up, I will have to do this. So we will see what I decide. Is this a solid recommend from all three recommend, of us? Recommend. Buy the Blu-ray. Buy a poster. I mean, hail pearl she could they gave us a brand new meme for this christmas and you know i don't like christmas but i saw so many people doing the pearl with i'm a star as their star in the tree i was like that i like that's funny i recommend with the caveat please watch x first because oh, yeah, so you absolutely better. have to watch x first yes i agree. don't walk watch x first you're going on the naughty list and maxine coming up this next year, I cannot wait for it to come out, and I can't wait to do it. So now we're in the 80s. The next one I watched was um, The Retaliators. Eh, what is it. this? Um, It's uh, kind of a revenge horror um, starring the butt-rockiest of butt-rock bands, Five Finger. Oh. Ew. Um, <laughs> also, the, also the lead singer of Papa Roach is in it. Ew. <laughs> Yeah. Can I, can I tell you guys something? I bought Papa Roach is coming to our town. Yeah. Like, and, dude, we haven't had a concert that I've been interested in since Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper played in 2010. And I'm like, I don't want to spend money on this. But there's also never anything in this town that I bought tickets <laughs> to go see Papa Roach. In I, I, I did not. And I, 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 unless someone buys my ticket, comes to my house, picks, gets me dressed, and drags me to it. And I'm not going to make it easy on you. I'm not going. Corey, this is my last resort. I saw the announcement and I messaged Greg basically being like, did you see this bullshit? And Greg's like, yeah, I bought tickets. <laughs> One, I hate Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, agreed. Yes. Um, and, But I, they play just, they play a the henchman for the main villain. They're this shitty biker gang. Because of course they're a shitty biker gang. Because they're I shitty. Say, I feel like they're not acting. The, no, no, no. <laughs> what they did, um, like the story is not bad, and the parts that they're not in aren't bad. But like, eh, yeah, not 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 a good eh. Pass. Okay. Thank you for doing the sacrifice and watching it for us then. Yeah, don't. Uh, it does not get a recommend from Intern Corey. Well, next what I watched, I got Screenbox because I wanted to watch Terrifier 2. Yeah. And also on Screenbox, I was going to drop it. I was like, it's cool, but there's not enough on here yet for me to add another fucking service. So, yeah. But before it did, I'm like, oh, I want to see some of the stuff on here. I've heard of this movie. The title intrigues me. Pussy Cake, which is this Argentinian movie, which was all subtitled. You got to deal with that. But... I can't believe how much I loved this movie. This was such a like a random let's put something on I have some time to kill that I just loved. It's a a band of girls is on their way to the next show. Whole town's a ghost town. There's a weird alien zombie virus going on and I won't spoil too much of it, but I'll say this. I've never seen more puke in one movie than I have in <laughs> Pussy Cake. Really? Even trauma movies? No, not even in trauma movies. This probably holds the record for the most puke I've ever seen in one movie. Fuck yeah. 
I, I really liked this movie a lot, and it was such like a blind find for me, it made it even better. And you said that was on what, Screenbox? Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, I'm like, because right now, as of recording, they're doing like a 99 cents for a month thing, and I'm thinking about getting it again, so I really want to watch Terrifier 2 again. Well, if you do, make sure you check this out, I, I, I don't will. think you'll regret it. Awesome. Next up, uh, technically it says Hocus Pocus 2 on the list, but I just remembered another thing that I watched that's horror-adjacent, and I want to say it now before I forget about it. And that's going to be Up Late with Bob Wilkins, which Bob Wilkins was a horror host in the 70s, and then he would like reappear every once in a while in like the 80s and 90s, all the way up until when he died. Um and so it's a great look back kind of on its life and whatnot, a really good documentary. If you enjoy horror hosts and whatnot, I would definitely recommend Up Late with Bob Wilkins. It's for free on YouTube. Oh, I'll, tr- I'll give it a watch sometime. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you enjoy Creature Features, the new iteration, Bob Wilkins was the original Creature Features host. Okay. But okay, so Hocus Pocus 2. Holy shit. This is the movie that we've seen for like, probably at this point, decades of, oh, all the new movies coming out next year. And Hocus Pocus 2 would almost always be on there. And you'd be like, bullshit, it's never going to happen. And it happened. And it's not completely terrible. And I actually really loved it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I, I look, I know a lot of people hate this movie. I'm on your guys' side. I really liked this. Look, it's a Hocus Pocus sequel. I don't know what people were expecting, but yeah. this beat what I was actually expecting. I had a great time with it. I did not think I would love this movie as much as I did. This might no. be my most watched movie of October of this year. Because like almost every time I would go over to my mom and dad's house, my mom would have the Hocus Pocus 2 on. Oh, dude, it was everywhere that week it came out. That's all yeah. I could talk about. I remember I watched it. I went to my sister-in-law's house. They were watching it. I went to my parents' house. It was on. It, it was inescapable for like a week. It was so much fun, though. And like, we don't really want to do like spoilers, like you said, but a lot of your favorites do come back. Um, there's a That's great in the trailer. Another broom kind of joke, for, like from the first one, and they kind yeah. of redo it this time, but it's still very funny. If you want to hear all about it, go back and listen to the episode that you guys did in October. Yes. Oh, yeah. A lot of these do have full episodes, a fair amount. So you can always check those out. Right. And some of them may have episodes in the future. So check back. Well, speaking of episodes we covered in October, what else did we do? We did the fucking monsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, there was a new monsters movie this year. Let's move on. No, no, no. People might not know. So, this was bad. This was really bad. It was really bad. I was upset by this movie. I watched it with you in person your first time watching it. And I could see you trying to justify (laughs) it. It was good. I was trying to justify it so hard. And then I went back and watched it again, like, right before we did the episode. And I'm like... I can't, I can't, in good conscience, go on and lie to the people and tell them I like this, because I didn't. <laughs> it was so bad. It's just a collection of scenes thrown together, and Rob's always like, that's a movie! 
And I made the horrible decision of I was really excited for this movie, so I binged a lot of the original Monsters TV show As like on I. the week beforehand leading up to it. And then I saw this and was like, I just immediately want to go back and watch the old show. Yeah. Again, you can sum up the funniest reaction to this movie is Corey when I was with you and your kids were with us and your daughter goes, the second grandpa's revealed, that's not grandpa! <laughs> 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 Little Miss intern Corey does not pull punches. And then this look, God bless Richard Brake and Elvira, because yeah. for five minutes of this movie I was entertained, and then they left. Like literally all other than their, Richard Brake, um, Jorge Garcia and Elvira's scenes, the only other funny part of this movie is when Grandpa was up on top of the castle and Herman was down there. And they just kept screaming at each other. Yeah, that, that got laughs out of me, I'll, I'll admit. Yeah. yeah, That got a giggle, but... <sighs> and a little bit of the Nosferatu stuff. Yeah, some of the Nosferatu stuff was okay. No, I was a cold shell for that. That didn't get me. Because I love Nosferatu, so it's almost like any time he shows up, I'm just like, yay! And it makes me clap. Like, I, I didn't... I The bit about the rats would have been okay if it didn't go on so long. Yeah. That that was I think that's the whole problem with it. it went on too long, as in it was made. Oh, when I saw the runtime, I was like, You have to be kidding me. Oh, it was insanely long. Oh, I was not happy. The best part of that about that day was Greg coming over to my house and eating my chili. <laughs> that was that was enjoyable. Brett well, still has going from one to reboot to another with mm. extremely different, in my opinion, takes on it. Like one did it very well. Hellraiser. Yes. Yeah. Man, I loved this Hellraiser reboot. I thought it was great. Yeah, and I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. I thought it was just going to be another, like, oh, it's another Hellraiser sequel, like, whatever kind of thing. But I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I, I liked it initially, a lot. Yeah, me too. Initially, everyone's like, oh, not Doug Bradley. There's a girl, Pinhead. She does great. You don't, only, you don't care in the slightest when you're watching it. The way they changed the box, I thought was really cool for a new take on Hellraiser. Like, yeah, really established why the Cenobites would be going after anyone who didn't want them. It was great. I thought they made a lot of smart moves in this movie. I will say, I like. I would have to put this as my second favorite Hellraiser behind the original. Oh, I'd have to I, sit down and think on this. Like, I'd do I do one, two, and then this. See, I do one, this, then two. Okay, I'll say like two is my favorite. And, and this and two are like, like there's almost no discernible difference in the ranking of them for me. Yeah. Like they're like, I'm just saying this one because I've seen it more recently. Next up, we have Terrifier 2, which Fuck, is, yes. we want to talk about a movie with a long runtime, but this movie does it well because I really didn't feel it in the movie. When it was over, no. I was like, holy shit, has it been two and a half hours? Like, at first, I was very troubled by that, of like, oh god, like they better do well with this. And I didn't feel the runtime at all. Terrifier 2 is so much fun. It definitely, like, you see the audience reactions of like, oh, someone threw up, someone passed out. Like, and a lot of times when movies try to do that, they're trying to make up for something else. No, this movie, like, legit had parts for where I'm like, on the edge of my seat, like, with my hand over my mouth being like what the fuck 
Yeah, Terrifier yeah. 2 was a masterpiece. I was so happy. I've rewatched this many times, and it's such a long movie that should say something. Like I said in our episode about, there was a part where I, by myself, audibly went, oh, holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I really, I can't say enough good things about this movie. To where, like, it's like right after Terrifier came out, people were like, oh, Art the Clown is right up there with Jason and Michael and Leatherface, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bullshit. He was okay, but he's not that good. Now he has a much stronger argument of like, okay, release, keep these coming every once in a while. You'll get there. I hope we don't get them every year because I think that would dilute it. But, you know, every two, three years, drop us a Terrifier. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Oh, yeah, and there are a, a few of the people are going to be at a con coming up, which I can't wait to meet them. Oh, for sure. Nice. Up next, one of my personal favorites of the year, uh, Barbarian. You guys did a great yeah. episode on that one. Uh, Barbarian was still good. I cannot say enough good things about this movie. Uh, I mean, poor Justin Long. Yeah, well, no. Well, no, not. <laughs> not not his character. I'm just talking about him as an actor in horror movies. He never gets a fun role. God, he is the Sean Bean of horror. <laughs> Man, I don't know how much I can even say in a spoiler-free section for Barbarian. Uh, yeah. let's, just, let's just say it was really, really good, and people should go watch it before they listen to anything about it. Like, yeah. It's go into this one blind. Because yeah. I went in the I went into this completely blind, and it really I think did help. Yep, no trailers, nothing for me. Just saw it out there and said, "I'm gonna watch this." I watched this, and I said, "Oh," and immediately watched it again. Like I watched yeah. it back to back. It was great. I couldn't take my eyes away from it when I was watching it. Well, next up, well, in 2018, Bloomhouse. <laughs> acquired Halloween and they released one of my favorite Halloween movies of all time, Halloween 2018 masterpiece of a movie still love it to this day. Then we got Halloween kills a couple years later. It's like, okay, it's not as good as 2018, but it's the middle movie. The middle movie is usually pretty weird. It's okay. Let's see how they stick this ending. Then we got Halloween ends this year. And I was so highly thinking this was going to be my favorite movie of the year. I'm going to see this a million times. Oh, it's going on Peacock? I'm going to see it a billion times because I don't even have to leave my house. That's all a couple times. It's okay. It's extremely disappointing, I think. Especially having such a strong lead in with 2018. I didn't hate it as much as like some people do, but it was very disappointing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did not like this movie, Brett. You know, a lot of times, like when we talk about X, we're like, Oh, we were kind of hard on it, but it really grew on us. Yeah. As time goes by, my rage grows every day (laughs) with this movie. Um, to keep it spoiler free, I'll just say there's a new character called Corey in it. Not our Corey. Our Corey, intern Corey is fantastic. Fuck this Corey. Yeah. yeah, that guy. That guy does. That guy does my name a disservice. If I ever meet him, I'm gonna punch him right square in the mouth. No, I am not. <laughs> but yeah, look, some people like this movie, and I want to say I get it, do? but I don't. Like, I don't think I've talked to anybody that likes this. Oh uh, yeah, you have. I know the people. Huh? 
Yeah, I hated it. But, like, again, to be fair, I'm not a huge fan of the Halloween series in general. Again, I get it for the most part. I don't get it with this one. Like, yeah. I had to stop myself from turning it off so many times. And it's just was such a letdown from... I was so looking forward to this movie and then to get what you got. It was like, okay, I can't wait to see what they do with the next thing. Uh, up next, I watched uh, It Follows 2. I mean, Smile. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the movie was called Smile, not It Follows 2. But it was Man, It they, Follows They wanted two. to be It Follows so bad, didn't they? It did, and it wasn't good. Um, is that what? Because I didn't see it. Is that basically what it is? It, it it's it's it follows, kind just of, with, but with without the cool parts of it follows. Yeah, without just the sexy like, parts. Do they still have sex? No. Oh, no. That's why they got the big smile. No, no, no sex. You know what smile reminds me of? Kind of Corey. Besides, it follows a terrible movie. It reminds me like that late 2010 like that 2008 to 2014 mainstream horror style yeah yeah like reared its ugly head for one more movie and a lot of people love this movie i watched it i didn't hate it but i i turned it off and i went eh and that was about it so I'm, i'm not giving it a don't watch like for real i'm giving it a you can watch it but just Everyone was talking about the big four for October, where Barbarian, Terrifier 2, Halloween Ends, and Smile. I'm like, how was Smile in there? But, yeah. okay. Like, it's... It made bank. Like, it, it made did a lot really of money. well. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I'd like to say I can get... I, I watched it once, and I'm like, I never need to see this again. And it's one of those... I'm not going to tell you, the listener, not to watch it. Well, I'm going to say if you have other options, maybe do that. Yeah, I I just didn't care for it. I'll put it this way. Do you want to know when I watched it? When did you watch it? When I was taking Anna to get her winter tires put on our car, and there was an extremely long wait. I was like, okay, I'll watch Smile. Ideal for that kind of environment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You know, it's it's definitely a time killer. Like, but, you know, maybe have something else to do while you're watching it. (laughs) Well, next I watched The Return of David Cronenberg with Crimes of the Future. How was this? This was interesting to me. I thought it was good. I think David Cronenberg thought it was going was more epic than it ended up being, and it hurt it in the end. Do you get what I mean by oh, that? Yeah, okay. Like, he was really giving it, this is his, like, masterpiece treatment, and it's good, but it's not. It's not his masterpiece, I should say. Okay. And it was very, like, we're telling an epic tale and all this kind of stuff. And still some really cool body horror in it. Don't take me wrong. Of course, he's doing his thing. I liked it, but it could have toned back a little bit on that. I, Would I you recommend? Because I love, like, of course, like, you know, I love The Fly and whatnot. Would you recommend seeing it? Yeah, I might have came off negative saying that. It's definitely a recommend. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool. a recommend. Some cool world building and stuff in it. Some nasty stuff going on. But yeah, it's... It's not what I thought his epic return would be, but I still really enjoyed it. The premise kind of reminded me of Repo the Genetic Opera a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Okay. And I like that movie, so I'll probably check it out at some point. Yeah, it's worth a watch for sure. I, and I even enjoyed myself watching it, too. I know I came off negative sounding there. <laughs> I wanted to walk that back. 
Well, uh, my movie, my next one, uh, VHS 99, which we just released an episode on. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It's two different kinds of movies stuck together that can be very tricky to do. It's And uh, I'm very judgmental on. It's like the found footage movie and the anthology movie, which I, if you do the anthology movie right, it's amazing. I love body bags. Of course, I love Creep Show 1 and 2. Um, the found footage movie... I can't think of many that I enjoy. Like, I like Cloverfield okay kind of thing. Like, Blair Witch, you watch it once. After that, you're like, eh. But VHS 99 is a lot of fun. It's a lot of dumb fun. It's quick stories. They're very... You can probably guess what's going to happen by the time you get, like, to the middle of the story. Like, what's going to happen at the end. Yeah. Except for Ozzy's Dungeon. I didn't see that shit coming at all. No, not that one. But, um... No, I had fun with it. Um, I liked the the first story, the shred. That's my favorite, the, yeah. And the Ollie's done. My problem was it was just like, okay, the big scare. It's like, is the big scary monster going to show up? No, the big scary monster isn't real. Oh no, big scary monster! <laughs> You're not wrong. There is a lot of that in it. Well, I even say it in our episode. We're like, okay, and now the spirit Halloween costume attacks them. Because yeah. it doesn't always look great, but I enjoy the stories. Um, like, yeah, the I liked shred it. One, the shred one hit home for me because, like, I was in my late teens when the you know the whole jackass ECW craze was all over the place. Ev- me and every single one of my friends, and I'm sure you guys in your preschool groups had <laughs> had your jackass tape. Like yes. you and your friends doing stupid shit. Yeah. Like we all had, like that one was very relatable to me. And the Ollie's Dungeon one was just cool. Or Ozzy's Dungeon, excuse me. It was just, it was just cool. Like it was, it was different. The other ones I just, uh, it was, well, see, uh, but I'm, I'm the not. The one is my favorite guy. one. My favorite one's the very last one with the one where they go to hell. Like it's so good. I was aggressively meh on that one. <laughs> Especially how they treat it at the end, like the the thing. It's like, oh, I love it. Meh. My next one was a movie that kind of came out of nowhere. I was bored around like Thanksgiving that weekend, and I actually saw this with my family, so it was an interesting movie day, was The Menu. I want to see this one. It's good. You got Lord Voldemort playing uh, Evil Chef and Anya Taylor-Joy being there, doing her thing. Um... How do I describe this? People go to this super fancy restaurant, like the kind of stuff none of us would ever eat, and things go really fucking sideways. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued enough to wa- want to watch it. Yeah, that's, it's, it's definitely cool. I like this a lot. It left me thinking a lot, and also made me realize rich people food is weird, but I still really liked it. Yeah, it's like a garnish of this and like a little tiny bit of this spread. And I want a steak or a pizza. That is a steak, sir. No, it's not. (laughs) No, this is a bite. Um, The last one I saw just came out recently, and I know uh, Brett's going to be super excited about it. It's Christmas Bloody Christmas. I had a fantastic time watching this movie. Holy shit, how good was this? This movie rules. It was so much fun. By the time this came out and you two were praising it, I was like, I'm already done with Christmas. I'm not watching another one. 
No, dude. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Next uh, year. As of, yeah, yeah definitely. Like, <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, it's Silent Night, Deadly Night meets Chopping Mall, if you guys have ever seen Chopping Mall. Of course we have seen Chopping yeah, Mall. Yeah, Corey. Some people haven't seen Chopping Mall. It's those two movies together, and it's and it's fun. It's, it, it was so old school slasher without feeling like a here's a throwback movie. You know what I mean? Similar exactly. to Terrifier, like that style. Yeah. I loved it. It was fantastic, dude. It just even the conversations our main like I guess victims are having are exactly what we talk about all the time. Oh, so it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, uh, Brett, I know you are very up and down on Christmas horror, but this is one I could almost guarantee you would love. I'll, I'll watch it next year. I would say Brett would give this one a six and a half to a seven. Yeah, probably. And that's a huge for Brett. Yeah, especially yeah. for a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah I, and- I can't talk enough good about this movie. Yeah, man, the lighting in this, how much neon there is and everything, I love. Yeah, it's just... It was a chef's kiss at the end of the year. Yeah, and so that brings us through all the horror movies we saw this year. And I just want to iterate, reiterate one more time. We don't get years like this often. This was a great year for horror. This, this was wasn't even everything. No, no, no. I don't think any, even a group of, I think we would have needed to bring in Razor Rob and that other son of a bitch that, that you guys have on every <laughs> once in a while. Um I think we would have all had to sit down and watch movies and we might have gotten close to all of them. And that's like if we did this like it was our job. Well, speaking of, as you put it, Razor Rob and that other son of a bitch, uh, you guys ready to get into the end of this episode stuff? Sure. Yes, let's go. Uh, Before we get into the good stuff, let's get the bad out of the way. I told you both to write your biggest disappointments of the year. Uh, Each come up with your biggest disappointment. Uh, I'll go first. And I love that intentionally vague. It doesn't mean the worst, because the right. worst is never the most disappointing, because you usually know the worst is going to be bad when you go into it. Right. Yeah. So my biggest disappointment, shocking nobody, was Halloween Ends. <laughs> this took a nasty diarrhea dog shit over what 2018 set up, and I hate it for it. Fuck, I'm so mad, and I get more mad at this movie every day. Mine was the monsters. Shocker there, I know, but fuck, it was bad. Yeah, especially because you're like a huge monsters fan, just I, off I, the I'm property. A huge monsters fan. Like my kids are huge monsters fans. Like this let my whole family down. <laughs> that year, the monsters ruined Halloween at the intern Corey house. <laughs> even my, even my dog hated it. My dog loves everything. Well, a couple days ago, I had to qualify, like, clarify to Greg of, it's, it's not the worst, it's my, it's the most disappointing movie. And Greg was like, yes, whatever that means to you, that's what I said. I was like, okay, so my most disappointing movie, the movie that I'm not mad at you, I'm just disappointed. It's like when your parents would say that to you and it just felt worse. It's Halloween Ends. Because I was waiting so long for this movie. I was so anticipating it. I was already, like, ready to love it. And then I watched it that very first night. It was, like, came out uh, 
It was supposed to come out the one day, and it came out, like, the day before at, like, 8 p.m. And it was like, holy shit, it's on! And I was so excited, and I watched it. And I sat there for, like, 20 minutes, not knowing what I saw, really. And then I watched it again immediately. And then I was just mad. (laughs) All right. That's the bad out of the way. Let's get to the good. So, we had Razor Rob and Brandon from the Black Lagoon, that other son of a bitch. Send in their top threes before we get into our top fives. Hey, Brandon from the Black Lagoon here with my top three horror movies of the year 2022. First up is going to be Studio 666, uh, the Foo Fighters movie. So obviously one right there. It's a great watch with friends, fun time. Next is going to be a little divisive. I'm going to have to go Halloween Ends. I really liked the Corey Cunningham story. The more I thought about it and on a second watch through, it really strengthens the movie. And I do like what they did with Michael making him decrepit and a little more useless in the beginning. Just a fun way to end the series. If it ends, because evil never dies. Lastly, a movie that I didn't expect to be as good as it ended up being. Uh, that's The Menu. The Menu is a is a really unique premise that really draws you in it does a great job of drawing you into the to the story and the settings and the characters and i really got attached to it in a way i didn't expect and in a way that i wish i could watch it again for the first time so the menu number one movie of the year for me hey what's up guys it's Razor rob from audio anxiety uh here to tell you uh, my top three horror movies of 2022 uh first up i don't think it was actually released in 2022 but i finally got around to watching it it's uh antler uh, the Wendango horror movie. I really loved what they did with the war, uh, the lore and the design of the Wendango uh, itself. Uh, caught me on the edge of my seat. Uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, number two would be Nope, which I saw in theaters with Brett from Dimension Z and Greg of the Dead. And uh, I believe Brandon from the Black Lagoon was there. And uh, my co-host, The Flash, Devin B. Uh, I think... Me and Brandon had more fun laughing at the movie, but in the end, it was a pretty good uh, horror movie with an organic uh, UFO, even though that would be technically just a flying cryptid. Um, loved the twist at the end, and uh, it was just all about being in front of a camera the entire time. Anyways, uh, and then finally, in la- <clears throat> not uh, last but not least, uh, my favorite horror movie of 2022 was Halloween Ends. And I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but, I mean, you can't go wrong. The soundtrack was banger. Uh, The first kill of the entire movie starts off with a kid dying in a mansion. Um, You know, there was no rules on the table then. So, yeah, that was my top three horror movies that I watched or saw in uh, 2022. Uh, Honorable mentions, uh, I finally got around to watching the Evil Dead remake, and I really enjoyed it, too. So, can't wait for Evil Dead Rises. Uh, Back to you guys. So let's get into our top five. You guys just want to run them all down, like instead of going the back and forth, we just run ours down. Sure. Yeah. So there's three of us. That might get a little weird. So I'll take the honors, I guess, go first. Uh, number five for me was Pussy Cake. Again, for okay. a movie from out of nowhere, I loved this. This was a lot Damn. of fun for me. Uh, number four, Scream or Five Cream, however you want to pronounce it. <laughs> This gave the franchise that shot of adrenaline it needed, and I can't wait for Scream 6 this year. Coming. I'm actually a little excited for that myself. Three Shocking Nobody is Prey. Man, such a good movie. I love this. I've watched it a ton of times. It's great. Two, 
Food's a little funny at the Clown Cafe. Is Terrifier too? This movie <laughs> is a straight up fucking masterpiece. And number one is X. For a movie I was so so on, has somehow rose through the ranks to be my movie of the year. That's how much I love this. All right. Well, my number five is a movie that I already said or kind of made me love the others in the series even more, and that's the new Scream. I completely loved choice. it. Um, it does some things in the movie that I'm like, they're, uh, nah, and then they do it. And then I'm like, oh, and like you said, I can't wait for the next one. Um, number four is black phone. I love black phone. It's, it was so much fun seeing it the first time rewatching it again, just really made me be like, yeah, I love this movie so much. It's definitely like a top five of this year. Number three is Terrifier 2, the poop-loving clown. Um, <laughs> art is awesome. I love what they do with that character. It's hard to make a mute clown, especially to, in the like today's day and age of like we're so saturated with like evil clown things, where like I actually like him. And my number one and number two are like basically interchangeable, but they're only in you this. Got, you got to order them. They're only in this order because of you need one to enjoy the other one. So number two is Pearl. I adore this movie so, so much. Like I said, I want to get like a poster of it. I want like a wall sized like mural of Pearl like they have in like Rocky Horror of Eddie of like she is just so amazing. I love her in that red dress and the axe. I, I cannot. What are say you doing here, Mr. Goose? Oh, and Mr. Yeah, and immediately you're like, oh yeah, there's something wrong with Pearl. Even though she likes Mr. Cow. <laughs> and then that means number one for me is X. I did not expect this to be my favorite movie of the entire year, especially the first time I saw it. It kept climbing on my list to where I got it on Blu-ray and watched it a bunch of times. And it's just so nuts, like, with like, about within a year, we're going to have a trilogy of movies released that, like, close together, and I cannot wait for Maxine. Man, I'm don't get me wrong, I'm excited because it's my number one, too. I didn't see X getting a double top of the year, that's awesome. No, I love X so much, it's so great. Mia Goth just, like, stole this year. Well, um, X will not be getting a triple number one. Um <laughs> Um, my number five is actually a tie. I, I could not decide between these two movies, but it is X and Christmas Bloody Christmas. Like I, Christmas Bloody Christmas came close for me too. Don't worry. Um, like if we would have went out to six, Scream would have gotten gotten it, which I know with you two knowing me is weird, knowing my waviness on that series. But um, yeah, number five would would be Christmas Bloody Christmas and X. Uh, number four was the new Hellraiser. And number three was Studio 666. Number two was Barbarian. And number one was Terrifier 2. Wow, like, nice. I mean, I've probably watched that movie more than any of the other new movies that came out. And like you said, with a, almost two and a half hour runtime, like that's, you know, that, that that's putting some commitment into a movie. Oh, yeah. there's There's not a boring moment in that movie. There isn't. And the Clown Cafe song still runs through my head daily. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. 
All right. Uh, well, 2023 is on the horizon. This is dropping on New Year's Eve. Real quick, informal, what are you guys looking most forward to? I think mine are Evil Dead Rise, Scream 6, and coming right around the cor- corner, I can't wait for Megan. That movie looks yeah. awesome, and I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Um, Megan's definitely, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, Evil Dead Rise, and uh, I'm really looking forward to Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I cannot wait. And the second it got announced, Greg knows because I, know I <laughs> took everything that I own of this franchise and got it out and just like snuggled with it. And that's the Crystal Lake show that's going to be coming on Peacock. I cannot believe our Lake Boy is back. Jason lives. All this goddamn stupid legal shit is over. And I don't even have to like suck someone off like I said I would in the first year to get Friday the 13th back. I didn't even have to take one in the mouth to get this series back. It's back. It's going to happen. And it's a TV show, which means we get more of it than we would have in just a movie. I'll let you know I intentionally didn't say that because I knew that was definitely coming up from you. Oh, I didn't know I we were allowed to wait. Say TV like, shows. I just want to like roll over. Like, I just want to like dump all of my Friday the Thirteenth stuff in a kiddie pool and swim in it like Scrooge McDuck. Also, on your end of things, I'm thinking Renfield. Hey, yes, and Renfield very much so. Which I just saw of today, uh, as of recording, it got an R rating for like gore and whatnot. So nice. I mean, Nicolas Cage in another vampire movie. How can you go wrong? That and it's the classic, like, I've only seen, like, the title thing, of course, and they have the classic Dracula font and the colors. Yeah. Um, I mean, just TV-wise, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, season three of Chucky. Yeah, definitely. Like, that show came from out of nowhere for me. Um, this, this last season, especially the Christmas special episode, holy shit. Hopefully 2020, I'm hoping 2023 is half the year at least half the year that 2022 was. Oh, I'll and, be satisfied. Then. Oh, also, I think we're getting a new Ghostbusters movie next year, too. Yes, we are. And I, I, couldn't, I couldn't remember if Firehouse was coming out next year or 24. I still I'm haven't sure seen Afterlife. Year. Dude, you need to see Afterlife. Good. <laughs> also, how do we find Maxine? Yeah, Maxine, yeah, of Maxine. course. Like, I'm not going to steer someone wrong on Ghostbusters, man. Like, Afterlife is good. All right. I think that's all we got. That wraps up 2022. Thank you guys for listening all year with us. We shattered our record for episodes dropped this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The year-end wrap-up thing, we're in, like, the top 2% of TV and movie podcasts. Yeah, for content release. released. To show me one other one that dropped an hour every day for a solid month, and then it still kept going the rest of the year. Exactly. No you get these ones where it's like, oh, we drop this five minute or ten minute little thing every day. We got an entire review every day. <laughs> yeah, um, we'll see you guys next year. Uh, we have a bunch of cool stuff lined up. We have new releases. We have some double features planned out. We got some cool stuff coming for 2023. The Throbbing with Horror movie, the Throbbing with Horror video game. Because for some reason, all these goddamn horror franchises now want to do a video game when you should do a goddamn movie, Killer Clowns. Yeah, Killer Clowns. And I, on a personal note, I just want to thank you two for allowing me to come on board and do this. I was a radio guy back in college. It feels awesome to be doing something like this again. And I just can't thank you enough for letting me be here. 
There's plenty of time. We love helping out the senior citizens. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's making my twilight years. (laughs) It's that much better before I go into that great good night. You're making us sad with it. What AM station do I have to tune into to listen to Driving with Horror? I will be four. By this time next year, by the time, not, not by date of recording, but by the time this album drop, this episode drops within that year, I will be 40 years old. Yeah. Like, but this, I'm this still 29. Awesome. <laughs> like, I want to thank, I want to thank everybody that, that bought shirts off us. Like we have merch now. I have my yeah. name on a t-shirt and like, that's never happened before. <laughs> like, I do love that shirt. That's 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 pretty awesome. Um, like I know some of my, some of our friends have bought it and sent me pictures of them with them. So you know, go to our go to our link tree, click our link for our RT public page, buy stuff. You know that's going to help us out. You know, may, maybe you will see a you'll see us at a horror convention with a table, and you can come buy one of the bits of string that I braid during every episode. <laughs> I have one done during. I just put the knot in the one I was doing for this episode right now. <laughs> That's all I think I got. Oh, we hope that 2022 has left your brain throbbing with horror. <laughs>